0: This conjures up the Lovey Smith uh, soundbite of discouraged. I go back to disappointed. Discouraged. If you're a Tampa Bay Rays fan right now, or even a player, or maybe Kevin Cash for that matter, four in a row they have lost for the first time this season. There's only two other teams that have lost, you know, three in a row or less uh, throughout the year. And the Phillies banged out 17 (laughs) hits. By the way, they can swing it, man. When they get going, they can mm-hmm. swing it um but you know this this eight to four loss kind of a bullpen day or was a bullpen day i don't know you can use that as any kind of excuse anymore to your point, we were talking before the podcast, and you said, "Look, they had the lead three times. I went, wait a minute, they did. I know they were up two to nothing. No, they were up what three to two and four to three, and correct, so on and so on, but the you know. The Phillies never stopped. What's your concern level on a scale of 1 to 10 right now with the Braves coming in after this and then the All Star break? Like, this is probably, well, it definitely is not the way you want to end the first half. If you want to call it the first half, we're past the halfway pole. But what's your concern level for where the Rays are at right now?
1: They're not in a great place. I mean, Phillies dealing right. I mean, Phillies and the Braves are probably the two hottest teams in baseball right now. And yeah. the, the Phillies have won 11 straight road games now.
0: Boy, that's hard to do. They
1: had, they'd they won 13 on the road in their first 36 games. <laughs> now they've won 11 in a row. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, they're just on a roll on the road. They, they're,
0: man- they're on a the roll anyway. They've won yeah. 22 out of 28. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're, you know, that's pretty good, right? 22 6?
1: Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think if you look at the Rays over the last month or so and, and – is talking beforehand, they've won 10 of the last 23 games. Yeah. That's below yeah. 500.
0: Yes, it is.
1: But in, in that stretch includes two West Coast road trips, mm-hmm. which are not easy travel. No. And the Rays have always struggled on the West Coast. I mean, it's one of the furthest trips in baseball, period, when you're right. going from either Tampa or Miami to the West Coast. They
0: did, they did like an Arizona to Seattle deal, mm-hmm. I think.
1: Yep. Uh, I, I think you know they were never going to be able to keep the offensive start of the season up.
0: Although right. no, they were too hot.
1: A lot of swing and miss now. Mm-hmm. A lot more than I would like. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you you knew they weren't going to keep that pace up from the beginning of the year. You'd hope that right. the the reduction of strikeouts would have continued more than it has. Right, and I, I think that's that's hurt their offense. They so. seem to
0: be ticking up more than mm-hmm. it was early on. Yes,
1: yeah. uh, but. The pitching is a big concern, mm-hmm. and they cannot mm-hmm. keep starters healthy this year. Right. You know, Jeffrey Springs out with Tommy John out till late next year. Drew Rasmussen, right. maybe you'll get him back late the season. He's right yeah, now shut down right now. So you can't even really consider him at this point. No. If, if you get him back, that's a bonus. Yeah. McClanahan's now hurt. And while they're hopeful it's going to be one start based on the All-Star game the 15-day, it's a back injury. Right. And pitchers use their back. So are you 100% confident he'll be back within 15 to, or 15 days? No. No? I'm not? Um, you know, Brendan Lyle's been bat- battling a back injury all year, for a couple years now, really.
0: And, I even think, you know, if you want to go – on the starting pitching, I mean, Tyler Glass now is still really still trying to figure out where he's at Mm -hmm. because he pitched a little bit after Tommy John last year, but he's had these games where mechanically he's been off, the velo has been down, the velo has been up, he gave up home runs, he didn't give up anything, he struck out guys, he didn't, you know. So he's he's been, while counted on as one of their big three starters now because of the injuries, Mm -hmm. he's not really quite figured it out. You know, he hasn't come all the way back yet. He's pitched well.
1: Mm-hmm. Not great. Yeah. You know, McClanahan, for the most part, has been great this year. Yes. Take out one or two starts. And, Probably and, you know,
0: w- could have started the all star game if not Shea, uh, Tony. You know, most
1: or, likely or, would but have. Now that he's hurt. Well, I don't know. know Tony may be hurt, too. He left the game and with he's a got finger the middle
0: finger blister. Yeah.
1: And then, you know, but then he start going to uh, Zach Eflin's been great and, yes. you know, took the loss Tuesday, but, you know, he pitched well. Pitched
0: really well. Yeah.
1: But then you start looking at Yanni Chirinos. Mm, a couple woof. start, a couple appearances early in the season look good. Since then, not that good. Yeah. Um, Luis Patino, you'd hope would help. I mean, he just got recalled now, but you've moved him to the bullpen now. He's not going to be a starter anymore.
0: He gave up two runs and three hits and two innings. Mm-hmm.
1: He hasn't looked good when he's up. Uh, and we got some mailbag questions on him, so we'll get to those either tonight or tomorrow in the podcast. Yeah. But, you know, the bullpen just doesn't have the swing and miss stuff. Seems to put a lot more guys on than they have in the past. You know, now, a lot of times they get out of it. But can you play with that fire in the playoffs? Can you play? No. You know, and, and when and you're going the up against a Baltimore team that's got a swing and miss bullpen, Yeah, their back two it's guys are in the all-star game, Cano and Batista
0: that's a six inning game when you play them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really is and and no more than a seven inning game. so you got to jump them. the thing that would scare me, you know, the phillies got really really hot last year obviously and they rode it what mm-hmm. to the N- NLCS I think. um and the the thing that that kind of stood out to me a little bit and look, i know the rays are having a great year offensively and i know they have stars and randy Orozarena and Yandy Diaz is an all-star and Wander Franco is an all-star. So it's not as if they're without big-time players, right? Mhm. But I was just looking at the at the Phillies, you know, and um and when you've got a Bryce Harper, you know, sitting in the middle of that lineup, um when you kind of look at Kyle Schwarber leading off, um and he didn't have a big night. Everybody else got three hits. But then you you know, you just kinda go through it and yeah, Trey Turner, you yeah, Castellanos. Yeah, Trey Turner, Nick Castellanos. I mean, he he had one four hundred something feet. He's an all star. JT real mudo. That's a, yeah, JT that's a deep, deep bashing lineup. Like that they've spent money in Philadelphia, to say mm-hmm. the least. Um, but they've got they've got dudes, as Matt Baker would say in college football. They got a lot of dudes. And if you're off a tick, you're not. Here's the thing you're not going to outslug them. You're going to have to outpitch them. And as good as the Rays offense has been, they've also shown us that they're just as capable of having big strikeout nights, um, you know, shutting it down after two or three inning nights, where they retire 14 out of 16 or whatever it is. I mean, like, they've kind of, after the really, really hard, hot, hot start. They've been streaky offensively, and the one thing that the Rays have to count on, and I still think it's got to be their DNA, forget the offense, is they got to pitch and play defense. And the bullpen has been a question mark from the beginning, and now I think the starting pitching is thin and maybe getting thinner depending on what happens to McClanahan. And I just don't know. When you go up you know, into the postseason against some of these teams, you better have some guys that can put up some zeros out there on that mound. And now I'm starting to wonder if they do. I'm I'm wondering if they're if they're deep enough on the on the mound um, because they got the lead. You know they they got like kind of a flare from Brandon Lau that gave him a two nothing lead. And like in the past, even though it was two runs, you're like, okay, they're going to add to that, and this game is over. That's what they did the first most of the first half of the season. They just they they ran away from teams early, and now you don't feel like that's going to happen. There's always an answer. There's always you know, you don't get the shutdown inning that you're used to. So my concern level would be pretty high right now because I don't think they've figured out the bullpen at all. And because they're short handed, when you're seeing guys like Sherino's and Patinos and, you know, those dudes, we've seen that before, you know, like, and it's not good. It hasn't been good for a while. Uh, I actually thought that Sharino's had a chance. You know, he, early on when he came up, I mean, he, he had a real heavy sinker and he wasn't throwing the ball in the middle of the plate and he was getting ahead of hitters. Now it's batting practice, man. Like, if he catches too much of that plate, it doesn't matter what he's throwing. Change up, fastball, they're on it. You know, and they banged everything all over the ballpark. I mean, 17 hits is a lot of hits to give up. So I'm kind of down on their pitching right now overall. And without McClanahan – you know, he's a question mark. I mean, you're lost a little bit here on the mound, and that's why they are giving up. A, you know, you're starting to see the runs starting to sag up pretty quick. Um, I don't know. Like, what, what if four, and I'm just spitballing here, but what if four losses in a row uh, becomes eight? You know, like that's a problem.
1: That would be a big problem going on in the All-Star game Yeah, with a break. And your lead at that point would be down to possibly one.
0: Like one or two, yeah. Yeah, depending on what happens in front of you, sure. And now you're in a dogfight for the second half, and you don't have any confidence, you know. That's the problem. And sports is confidence, let's be honest. I mean, when they had it, they were just, you know. And now the other thing, and you made a, you made this point when we were talking about how now you're starting to see the strikeouts start to surge back up a little bit in certain games. Here's what I'm wondering they have a lot of guys that have hit 10 home runs, a lot of guys, right? Some that have hit 15 that you didn't expect. I wonder if the long ball isn't in their minds too much. In other words, when you've got guys that aren't home run hitters per se or guys that have hit a lot of home runs in their careers yet mm-hmm. and they get off to this kind of start, could that be creeping into it like, I'm going to go yard here, watch this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to hit it 900 feet. I think they need to just get back to hey, get up there, make contact, look at good pitches, don't help the guy out, be patient, get back to your approach. They just seem to be I don't know. They they they're not they're not putting as many balls in play, I don't think. Um they're not forcing the issue cuz they don't have enough guys on base. They're not taking enough walks. Like early on they were taking a lot of walks, man. It seemed like they had that first runner on every inning and he was running crazy. He was going to steal second. Um, the pressure is not on the is not coming from that offense the way it was, and you know some guys they've had on the on the, on the hook like they've they've had some guys that they jumped out and gotten the lead they can't get them off the hook, you know they they, mm-hmm. they these guys come back and then throw up some zeros at them, and you right there you know you you're, they're teetering but they leave them in the game, they're not putting teams putting pitchers away, so it just, it just feels different but. There's a lot of guys hit a lot of home runs on this, on this club that I'm just wondering if that's not crept into their minds a little bit. I think
1: it may be for some. I mean, I think you have to look at, I mean, you still have Yandy Diaz and Randy Rosarina are still one and two in the American League in on-base percentage. Like the best two players in the American League for getting on-base.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not complaining about those guys, I guess. Um, I mean, you know.
1: You know, and Isak Paredes is in the top ten in the American League.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you know, so I don't think the home run ball has crept into everybody. Yeah, but you know, does Jose Siri go up there looking for a home run more often than maybe he maybe. should? Maybe Josh Lowe. Yeah, I mean Luke Rayleigh. Luke
0: Rayleigh for sure. Or he's, he's been bombing bunch. him, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he I don't d- have a problem with Louie <laughs> Luke swinging it right now.
1: <laughs> he doesn't get but. cheated.
0: No, I mean when he, when he swings, goes up there, he takes his hacks. Yeah, you when you he know.
1: swings and he does not get cheated at all.
0: Um, you know, I mean, Wander's been kind of streaky. I mean, mm-hmm. streaky good, streaky bad. Like, well, no, um, but
1: Wander's also twenty two, and you know, you are supposed to be streaky at that point. True. Um, look, they got off to such a hot start; it's easy to sit there and compare to the beginning of the year. Right. Which, as long as that hot streak lasted, it kind of got you to think, "Hey, this is going to last all year."
0: And it can't. It, it, it can't. can't,
1: and and you know. But it was right. amazing how long it lasted. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you'll get good weeks or a couple weeks, but it was like a good month, months, month and a
0: half. That month and a half. I mean, that months, lineup yeah. was
1: just. Uh, we we talked about it constantly. It was relentless.
0: Yeah.
1: It doesn't feel that way now. No. It's streaky. Mm-hmm. They have times where they can put it on you and keep keep putting people on bases and moving around, and they're very aggressive on the base pass. But then now they're starting to go through long stretches of 15 out of 16 retired, and a lot of them by strikeout. Right. You know, that wasn't happening earlier in the year. And so it's easy to to get down on the, the lineup a little bit. I think this is probably more the reality. This is where you need your pitching now to step up. And so far, the aggregate of the pitching hasn't been as good as years past. It you know, may not It may not be good enough. It may
0: not get there. It may not be good enough unless they make some deals, mm-hmm. and that'll come down the line, I guess. But, you know, the, you start out the conversation kind of thing, and, gee, I don't know if this bullpen's quite good enough. And then you lose starters. And now with McClanahan kind of iffy, you're kind of like, gee, I don't know if the starters are good enough mm-hmm. other than Eflin. I mean, like, who do you trust, right? I, I was listening today. They're like, well, Josh Fleming seems to be making spark. I'm thinking, uh, no. Like, we've seen these guys, right? We've seen mm-hmm. Chirino's and the Patinos, and you know, once in a while, maybe they go out there and throw a couple of zeros up, or mm-hmm. they don't get beat, but they give up four or five runs. But in general, those aren't the guys that are going to get you very deep in the postseason. They might, you know, they are they're obviously have to have a bullpen day, because they don't have five legit starters right now. However, um, you don't have a lot of confidence, and, and neither do you have a ton of confidence in the guys that they've kind of acquired, uh, that they're still trying to figure out what their roles are. So, it's just bad right now. It's like if you're Kevin Cash, like who do I who am I bringing in for zeros here? Who's gonna who's gonna throw up some shutdown innings for me? And you really don't know. Um maybe they'll get some other guys. I mean, is Kittredge still supposed to come back? Is Yes. Um at some point. That yeah, I would be think good. I
1: think after the all star break or sometime yeah. around then.
0: Yeah. I mean they definitely could use him if he's on. Mhm. Well, that's just a bad streak. I mean they're bound to hit it and you know, if if you only lose four in a row all season. That that's fine. Um, it was amazing. You I, told
1: me that there was only two teams that hadn't lost four in a row all year. You said the yeah, Guardians are the Guardians of them, who yeah. are like two what? games below five hundred and have not lost more than three games in a row all year. That's
0: incredible. <laughs> they lost a lot of two in a row and then one yeah. one, then lost two, then one yeah,
1: one. Yeah, but and also two. mean at that point, it also means they didn't win a lot in a row either. That's like, right. Like they're pretty exactly. much a win a game, lose a game, win a game, lose a game at team.
0: Best, yeah. Win a game, lose two games, win a game, yeah. lose two games, yeah, <laughs> that is a weird stat though, um yeah, when I mean, you're playing as many games to only to, to only lose four in a row once that's that's pretty unusual, um, so they're still they're still I have a great record in all of that, and i I think they're gonna win the east, I don't know, um, see what Baltimore has to say about it. I think Baltimore's gonna be really a tough out in the play the playoffs because of that bullpen. Um, maybe the All Star break will be good for everybody, except mm-hmm. you still have two of your now three of your key guys. Four, if you count McLanahan, not going to pitch probably, but you know they're they're not going to get the quote unquote break. I mean, Randy's in the home run contest, Randy's in the mm. starting All Star game, and although to know, be honest, those are three of the going. guys
1: you maybe don't want to have a break because they're they're actually well, they're still going. hitting and yeah. getting on base a lot.
0: True, that's true. I just wonder about the fatigue part of it, mm-hmm. but you know, you get you get juiced, you are going to go play. Three or four innings, anyway. It's not like you're going to play nine innings out there, but um, but they're not going to get the, the days off, so to speak. They're mm-hmm. just going to have an all star experience. But you draw a lot, too, from from being a part of that and feeling like you have yeah, Those, with the those are all,
1: you know, McClanahan's not, but the other three are first time all stars. That can give yeah, you some it's juice, big too.
0: Deal. It's, yeah, it's a big deal because you're out, you, you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. And anytime you feel good about yourself, that carries on to the field. And so, uh, I don't expect any of those guys to be at a lack of confidence anyway. It's just a tough patch, man. And then, having said that, by this time tomorrow, they could go out there, hammer the Phillies, do it again. Then we'll see what they do against the Braves. who are the best team in baseball right now. Um, but if you want a series against them, you, you go into it feeling like, hey, we're a pretty good team. We just tick on you know, the best mm-hmm. in, in the league. Um, and, and so- I,
1: this is only the second series they've lost
0: at home all year. Right. No, they were unbeatable at home. I mean they've you know, they've been unbeatable.
1: You're gonna lose series at home. There's only the second one all year and you're past the halfway point.
0: Right. So the sky's not falling. Discouraged. I go back to disappointed. Not dis we're not discouraged. We're just we're disappointed right now that they've lost four in a row. So we'll see if they can turn it around. Still got time. Still got time against the Phillies and of course uh, the Braves coming in after that. Um, we got a couple of mailbag questions we'll get to before we get out of here. And then, of course, we got more tomorrow as well. So hang tight. First, I want to tell you how to save money on your electric bills. It's called May Electric Solar. That's right. They're a family-owned and operated business. They've been installing solar electric systems in the area now for 13 years. You know there's a lot of these companies out there, but May Electric Solar is committed to you for the long term. They guarantee their workmanship with a 30-year labor and services warranty, plus with every installation. You get $750 worth of surge protection for all your appliances. That's what they're calling the May difference. If you visit their Hudson showroom, May Electric displays all their products. They conduct on-site testing so you can see what they're going to install. They're going to customize it right to your needs. Plus, they don't use subcontractors, so you know those are all Billy May's guys doing the job up there. Start saving today. Call the solar energy experts at May Electric Solar at 727 819 Two eight six two. You can schedule a free estimate, lower your electric bill all year long, preserve the quality of your appliances through every storm season. That's May Electric Solar at seven two seven eight one nine two eight six two, 819 2862 or visit mayelectricsolar.com. All right, we got a little bit of time here for maybe a question or two in the mailbag. We'll get to those, more of those tomorrow, of course, but uh, let's shoot them here.
1: All right, Craig asks first. Can we now say the Blake Snell trade was a bust for the Rays? Best piece we got was Francisco Mejia, a backup catcher. Luis Patino is now a bullpen arm as the Rays given up on him in the starting role. Cole's had Tommy John surgery and in double-A now. And Hunts at Durham could be an okay catcher.
0: I mean, what is Snell doing? (laughs) I mean, look, some of that's financial. Mm-hmm. They weren't they weren't going to continue to pay Blake Snell, so I think you have to start there. Is that it wasn't that they disliked the player as much as they had other needs and they were they weren't going to be able to compete financially. Um, so he's getting paid. Um, he certainly pitched well against them earlier this year, and what was kind of a revenge game, maybe the best game he's pitched all season. Um, yeah, would you like to have seen their hall be better? I, mean, I think I think Francisco Mejia been a pretty good player he's not the everyday catcher just because Bethancourt is coming here and taking that job um but i don't think he's been a bust by any means so patino's been disappointing he has he has
1: you know i mean he's got a a good arm and the stuff and and you expected a little more out of him to this point
0: i just you know part of me thinks like they don't know where to use him like they wanted to start him and then they and then now he's coming out of the bullpen like I don't know. I mean, he's not established himself as a guy that's very consistent in the major league mm-hmm. level, so we'll go there. Um, but by the same token, it's not like he's really gotten the right role. But, yeah, you, you definitely would have expected more from Bettino or hoped you'd have more. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and we'll transition to this question because Suzanne asked this, and it's, it's a really good question. It says, the Rays were paying Blake Snell a ton of money for a head case. He has not had the best of years in San Diego until now. Would Blake Snell be on the bench for the Rays? If the race starters were Sugar Shane, Glass now, Rasmussen, Eflin, and Taj hopefully will work as number five. Where would that have left Snell except wanting to be paid?
0: I mean, I I think Blake Snell is a top-of-the-rotation guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think his stuff is too good. Now, part of it is I think you're banking a lot, and this is the guy he doesn't have with uh, San Diego. Um, look, I, I think the relationship he has – um, with their pitching coach Snyder is is huge, and and just sort of the way the Rays go about having game plans and plans for guys and and the psychology, all of that. Um, I don't know. He seemed better here than he's mm-hmm. been out west, but you know. But it is an interesting different. question.
1: I mean, would you take Sugar Shane over Blake Snell?
0: Uh, right now, I'd take McClanahan. Yeah, about
1: Glass now over Snell.
0: Mm. probably although it's not as clear cut as it used to be okay. um post tommy john i think that's a little closer
1: when healthy drew rasmussen over blake snow
0: <sighs> i might take rass when he was going
1: and, and one she didn't have on here jeffrey
0: springs when healthy well, jeffrey springs blake was blake going snow. really well although i don't i never felt and, and look he was throwing the ball as well as anybody mm-hmm. um I just never felt as if it was going to last, and I don't mean arm trouble-wise. It just seemed so odd that he would flip the switch like that. And, of course, the Rays have done it with many career people. Mm -hmm. I probably would have taken Snell over Springs, but Springs was virtually unhittable before he he hurt his arm. What about Eflin? Um, The way Eflin's pitching, man, it'd be tough to take Snell over him. And then Taj. But... Yes, I'd take him over Taj. I just so, think Taj has has electric stuff. Is just nope. too young still. Playing. So he's over his skis.
1: In this in this scenario, you'd have Blake as the fourth or fifth or pitcher four. on your staff. Three or four. because you said Shane Rasmussen and Eflin ahead of Snell for sure. Yeah, Glass probably, probably be, but maybe he'd not. Probably
0: be number four. And then, although now I say that, but here's the thing: Am I getting the guy that's in with you know? Am I getting the guy? who's with the Padres now and last year, mm-hmm. or am I getting the guy that was dealing in the World Series when they took him out against the Dodgers? Like, well, I think you have to play real I time. Know. I think
1: you have to do it what what he is now. In and real granted, time, what he is now. Hasn't yeah. had a great year, although he shoved it up the Rays, but he, he did. they were out he was there. Motivated.
0: Mm-hmm. He was motivated. I. Yeah, I mean, he'd probably be no better than three and probably four, to be honest with you. That's saying something, isn't it? Mm-hmm. No, that's, of course, when
1: McClanahan's healthy, Rasmussen's healthy, Springs is healthy. I mean, you know.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of what-ifs, yeah. But that's who's on the roster, so, Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess that's the way you look at it. Yeah, I mean, just he, he, he has not thrown the ball and been as effective as the Padres would have liked to warrant the kind of investment they made in him. It just hasn't. I don't know why. You know, um, it's look. It's tough. I mean, you get you know you, you have success in one organization and then you get paid, and all those expectations and that salary goes with you to a, to a different place with a different approach and different players, a different league in the case of Snell, and it's just hard, man. There's been plenty of good rays that have just not fared very well out, outside of this organization. And that's probably true of a lot of teams and a lot of players that switch teams. I mean, it's not that easy. Mm -hmm. Um, So I can't tell you why Blake Snell is not the same guy they got lifted from the game in the World Series. But he's not. uh, Although he certainly looked as good as he's ever looked against the Rays, because I think he was motivated and had a lot to show and um, and did so. But. It it just hasn't worked out, and and that's, you know, that happens. And the other part of that is, you can have a guy like Eflin, who was pretty good for the Phillies, but had like a, you know, an ERA over four. Come here, make a few adjustments, and he's lights out. You know, he's pitching as well as anybody in baseball. So, it kind of runs both ways, I guess. You know, but I don't know. I I think they got rid of. I think they saw the salary. I think they saw you know, that mm-hmm. he was he was as good as he was gonna be and since they weren't gonna be able to afford a hundred million dollar deal or whatever it was that he ended up with, they 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 sold him high. And that's what you try to do with players if you mm-hmm. can't retain them. I think the Rays did what they had to do and and they, they reaped the benefits from it. Maybe not from that specific trade, but that also created opportunity for other players and other other deals mm-hmm. that you made. Well and that's uh, always the like thing the about
1: prospects too, is they're prospects. There's no guarantee right. No, I mean when I'm the sure. when the Rays traded David Price to get Willie Adamas, there was no guarantee Willie was going to be great. Nope, he turned nope. out to be great and ended up getting Drew Rasmussen in return for him. Right, and but you know Luis Patino had all the stuff, and you and didn't maybe, know what
0: McClanahan was when you traded Snell
1: yet. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? I mean, you know, so. when you when you trade for prospects, you're taking a chance. You're hoping that you can develop them or help them develop into a everyday major league player or better.
0: Right. There's no right. guarantee
1: of that. And that's why that's right. you know when a team is in a window, like the Rays, that has a chance to win the World Series, if giving yeah, up a prospect puts you in a much better chance to win the World Series this year, you have to seriously look at it and consider it.
0: Yeah, you do. I don't sure think any do. of their
1: prospects are off limits. Some could be harder to attain than others, but – You know, they have a chance this year and prospects, there's no guarantee that they're going to amount to anything. Right. Now you got to, you know, you have a value on each of your, your people on your roster and you have values for people on other rosters and you got to make the trade work that way. It's not just give up anything to get anything. True. But those prospects are, there's no promise that they'll be great.
0: You hope. No, you got to go for it when you can. And I would Mm -hmm. think this is, still looks like a special year now it may all go to hell in a handbasket who knows mm-hmm. um because injuries are the biggest you know the assassins of every league every team but um but certainly you have the deepest starting lineup uh you know from an offensive standpoint again though when you get you know when you get up against the best teams in the postseason and you're facing their one and two and sometimes three best pitchers i mean they're they're in the playoffs for a reason and that's that's all that's going to matter is, like, do these guys produce when when the lights are on? And I think they've got some big-time players. I don't know if they have enough of them. I know the Phillies have plenty of guys. I know what they can do because they've done it. They've hit in the postseason, you know, the Harpers and the Schwabers and all those guys. I don't know if the Rays will because I haven't seen them do it. You know, as good of a season as they're having, are they deeper? Yeah. Should they have more confidence? Sure. Are they? You know, that's all stuff you hope, but until you do it, you really don't know. And, and I know this, that all things aside, whether they hit or not, the pitching and defense has to carry them. It ha- it's their DNA. It has to be what gets them there and gives them a chance. Um, and lately, uh, the pitching just hasn't given them a chance. And they can't sustain any more injuries to that starting staff, especially uh, McLanehan. I mean, I just I don't, I don't think that's really possible. It's not a good recipe. But we'll see if they're able to, look, Atlanta's a good team. If they're able to get a game or two from them, maybe finish up this series strong, feel a little better about yourselves, get rested, come back, and see what the second half has to do, uh, has, you know, looks like. But overall, you take this start any day and twice on Sunday, it's just in the moment um, things aren't looking really good right now. And and, and I think, you know, you want to be able to turn it around before you get to the break. But they've still got time to do that against some really, really good teams. We'll continue our discussion with the Rays as they continue their series against the Phillies, the Braves on deck next. And we have more mailbag questions mm-hmm. on the Rays and other things that we'll discuss on tomorrow's podcast as well.
1: Yeah, we got several on the Lightning uh, that we'll address tomorrow as well as some uh, some Rays ones. And if you've got more mailbag questions, at SportsDayTB yep. on Twitter, at NFL Stroud on Twitter, or Stroud at TampaBay.com on email and if you're on threads i've signed up personally i don't know if you have yet so uh, at steve versnick
0: i'm gonna to have to get my threads account i saw greg allman did that and so you know i gotta keep up uh, with the joneses but yeah hope, hopefully you guys can still access twitter i don't know uh, <laughs> i don't know like if the rate limits are still today.
1: imposed or not who knows
0: yeah you know I, I all i know is i got a blue check mark okay yeah. maybe that's what's happening with the rays offense.
1: offensive hit the rate rate limit
0: <laughs> yeah, the 900 posts or the 900 hits or whatever it is. Yeah, they've, they've certainly hit that. But um, anyway, we'll have more to talk about tomorrow, more of your questions. Thanks for listening. As always, for Steve Burstick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody.